The following episode is for adult audiences only. The opinions expressed are those of the individual on the show and do not reflect those of any employer, organizations, or foundations. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. Welcome everyone to the Road Death Travel Podcast. I'm your host Jason Pat with my co-host Rob. It was at this time that sensitive information had been revealed. We will now return you back. Hey. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot, man. How about you? Not much, man. We finally did it. We're we here. We did. We're finally here. <laughs> We're here, bro. We got ourselves an official studio, too. That's pretty sweet. That's crazy. Isn't it? Dude. Pretty sweet, right? It is pretty sweet. I know a lot of upstart podcasts that are hating us right now. It's okay, man. The haters are what keep you going. It's all right. I use their tears for motivation. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, let's uh, let's do a... Absolutely. A little, uh, little cheers to our first official episode. Cheers. Thank you to uh, Three Rangers Whiskey. That's right, Three Rangers. Delicious stuff. Oh. oh, man. I can't wait to have them on the show. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It is going to be pretty cool. So, uh, Whiskey tastes better when you've been to Mogadishu. <laughs> <laughs> never been there. I've been to some crazy places, but never Mogadishu. <laughs> they have. Oh, they'll, yes, they and have. And they'll tell us about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, man, uh, I know before before we came here, I know you had a cup of uh, Bearded Veterans Grill coffee, too. Yes, yes. I'm actually running coffee light today. But uh, yesterday, I had like three cups of Bearded Veterans coffee, and it was delicious. Awesome. Uh, one of the better cups of coffee that I can make. Uh, and he hooks me up whole bean, so anybody with a grinder, if you want some good coffee, Bearded Veterans is where it's at. Hell yeah. Check them out on Facebook, Bearded Veterans Grill. Hell yeah. So uh, let's get right into it, man. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Are we doing a backstory or what? How we? How do you want to do this? Yeah, well, I, I think let's uh, let's let's tell everyone out there in podcast land. Uh, That's you. That is you. You know why why we're doing this? Yes, let's tell them. You mostly know that story. I do. Uh, I so got kidnapped. Well, kind of. Kind of. There so, was a van, some duct tape. It was a little hazy. Free for candy. There was some free candy. I clearly like candy. <laughs> it gets caught in your beard, but it's just leftovers. It, it's a very tasty beard. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a while ago, I decided to write a book. Uh, named uh, I named it "The Road Death, Death Traveled." Yep. And that one right there. It's, yeah, it's right there. And uh, I went to a buddy of mine, Rob, who's happens to be your dad. Not, not me. Not not that <laughs> Rob. Rob Sr. Um, and I said, hey, man, I'm going to get some cool artwork done. And he said, I know a guy. All right, cool. He happens to be my son. I'm like, awkward. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, gave me his contact info. I talked to Rob. And like 10 minutes later, he sends me this sketch. He's like, what do you think? I'm like, dude, you did that in like 10 minutes? I said, let's roll with it. It looks cool. And he's like, it's just a sketch. I'm like, no, it looks great. Yeah, 
there, there was some hand holding on that one. Like, no, 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 no. This isn't print ready. <laughs> yeah, but it was still, to me, it was awesome. It was. It, it, was, pretty, um, it was pretty sweet. So I was like, this guy's cool. And, the, the, you know, the artwork was just amazing. And I'm like, let's do it. So, you know, he, he does this awesome artwork. You know, I, I have this this book that I wrote about uh, forensics and, and some extremely weird cases I investigated during my uh, law enforcement career. And I figured, Very no, weird. they are strange. It, um, and it's like magical unicorn weird sometimes. It's, it's, it's unique, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So, I, you know, I said, let's put it together. So I put it together, and, uh, you know, it took off. And uh, I ended up taking second place in the country for uh, true crime nonfiction, which was very strange because I had – well over 500 publishers tell me no i mean no 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 when yeah. i when i wrote the book and i and i sent it to him nobody wanted anything to do with it and uh you know I, I kept thinking about harry potter and how many people told them no yeah a ton thousands yep and um you know eventually uh one of the publishers said you know what let's let's take a shot at it and, and I asked them, I said, you know, why are you guys taking a, sh you know, why, why are you guys saying yes? Because everyone yeah. else has said no. And they said, well, there are no books like yours out there. I was like, what are you talking about? They said, you know, we have, you know, police detectives, we have forensic pathologists, we have, you know, other sorts, but we don't have any, like, people who wrote a book that were in forensics from the investigative side of it. Right. You know, and so, they said that all these other companies just didn't know if it would make them any money because they're, it was just so unique that they've never seen anything like it. And the way that I wrote the book it was also very different and unique. Um, it's not your traditional book the way I wrote it. I wrote it as if I'm sitting next to you like we are, and I'm just telling you the story. Right. There's no fluff. Um, and, and very much pun intended, it's just the meat. Yeah. Very just, much just, just the meat. Just the meat. And just the meat, <laughs> no potatoes. No, no, just the meat. So you know all the all the nonsense that you get with books from the beginning to the end. You know when you do some of these death investigations, you know the beginning and the end are, are, are they're all kind of the same. And I don't want to bore anybody because really it'd all be the same. Heavy too, you know. It's, it's all like the the, the shit would be the same. You know, words. The, yeah. you know the, the beginning and the end. It 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 just be rambling the same yeah. the same shit yeah. over and over again. So I said, you know what, I'm just. I'm just going to put the, the crazy part, the funny part, the sad part, the disgusting part, you know, the stuff that gets people excited. Right. And then next story. So m most of the stories are a page or two. There's a couple that are four or five pages, but for the most part, it's a page or two. It's a couple minute reads. Yeah. You know, they could be a bedtime story, but I don't recommend it. I've had some people say they had some nightmares reading it, but uh, that's why I said I didn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I figured it was kind of cool and, enough. Yeah. <laughs> But they, but you know, honestly, they said it was very unique, and and a lot of people who have read the book have said they really loved the way it was written because of that. Right. They literally were able to read it. And were like, this is fucking cool. Next, holy shit, that was cool. Next, you yep. know, they didn't have to spend an hour waiting to get to the cool part. It was just the cool part, and then it was the cool part over and over and over again. Yeah. ADHD kids, it's for you. Yes. Yeah, you know. So that was. You know, yeah. I, that's why I did that. Yeah, and it it really worked. It was it was true to the form. 
Uh, it was, I, I mean, literally, you're talking about maybe five pages on the longest story. Like it wasn't all, it wasn't knee deep in medical jargon, technical jargon. Oh, we got to call it, you know, zero two hundred hours, you know, and, and the same thing over and over and over again. It was very concise to the point. It was a fun read. It was a fun read. Yeah, and so you know. A lot of people who read the book, you know, reached out and said, dude, you really need to turn this into a podcast. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so here we are. You know, I ran the you know, I ran the idea past you and a couple of friends. And I, I have a couple of people I know that do some podcasts and they all kind of said the same thing. They're like, man, you really should do this. And and honestly, I have to I have to give a shout out to humanizing the headset podcast. Um, Norm, Brendan and the crew. Um, Thank you. Uh, I was uh, a guest on your guys' podcast, um, and it kind of lit a fire under my ass, to be honest with you. I yeah. just thought it was really, really cool. It was my first experience. Um, you know, they all read the book, and they wanted me to be a guest. They brought me on, and I just thought it was super cool. I was able to tell my story, um, and, you know, I just I kind of said, wow, this is really cool, and, and, and I want to do this too. And, and we're going to be bringing guests onto the show, you know, just like how they brought me on. Right. Um, you know, so once again, shout out to Humanizing the Headset. Um, everyone out there, go check their podcast out. It's really, really cool. Um, and, you know, like I said, thank you. Um, and thank you for kind of like showing me the way. Um, so uh, that being said. Yeah. What, what do you, you want to get into? <laughs> what do you think, man? Uh, I don't know. You've got your favorite. I do have my favorite. I, I mean, shouldn't the first episode be your favorite? It is. Um, but going forward, I, this episode, the first one right now, this is kind of like the introductory episode, so there is going to be a little longer. I think we're going to try to keep our episodes to about 30 about minutes 30 or so. Minutes. Special guests will probably be a little bit longer. Yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, keep them to a time limit because they have special stories to tell. And they're awesome stories. They are. And once you guys, you know, Rob knows uh, the list of people that we have coming, uh, we're going to keep that a secret. Um, but you guys will not be disappointed is all I can say. I promise you won't be disappointed. We'll keep it a secret until Google AdWords says that we should not keep it a secret anymore. Yeah, but it's it, it's a pretty <laughs> badass list, though. It is a pretty awesome list. It's very exciting. Yeah, it, it's pretty uh, cool. If you would have told me two years ago that I'd be sitting in the same room as some of these people, I'd be like, you're full of it. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's happening. It so is. That's that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe in the future we can have, like, a hot seat. It's a couple of terminals and a 12-volt battery. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Who's going to get it? <laughs> speaking of. Ooh. Speaking of. Was that a shameless segue? <laughs> wow, you went there. I did. I did. Are you are you trying to get me to tell a certain story, right? I don't know. Do you want to tell us a certain story? Hmm. Yes, he does. I, I think you want me to tell my favorite story. Maybe just maybe just a little bit. A smidgen? Hmm. Fine. J just enough? Just just a little? Just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> Let me have a little sip of this one, because this this story, folks. Three Rangers, this is for you, <laughs> folks. This story is a is a special one. You know, anytime someone in our business or 
law enforcement, fire, military. You go to a party, you go to a cookout, you go to a friend's house, and um, I don't know if in, in the sure. civilian sector if you guys ever uh, get this type of a question or something like this, but I, I always get the question of what's the coolest thing or what's the worst thing you've ever seen or the coolest shit or the scariest thing or, you know, and then you tell them the story and then they look at you like you're crazy or they're like, stop, I don't want to hear anymore. This look. Or worse. Or they walk away. You know, but they want to know until you I, tell them. I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's one of those. You know, they, they, they ask you and then you tell them and then sometimes you end up like laughing because you have to have a real sick sense of humor to be in this field. It, we it's say kinda, sick. It's more like a coping mechanism. It is, but at the same, and it's not like when when I say we're laughing, we're not we're laughing, not heartless. We're not laughing at the victims. It's just a way of, like you said, it's a coping mechanism. When yeah. when you see the things that you've seen, you're either gonna laugh, or you're gonna cry. It'll or, kill you if you don't. It will. It will. I, I mean, stress will kill you, man. I mean, we see the worst of the worst. It's I, true. I really have. You know, it, it, it's true. I, and I will say that about almost anybody behind a badge. They they see the worst of the worst every day. Yeah, and when you're dealing with death every day, all day long, yeah, it'll get to you. It's bluer and, than this background. And yeah, and so, and so, you know, while I'm telling this story, and and when I'm telling all of these stories. When you see me laughing, or anybody in the field laughing, when you ask them these stories, we're not laughing, making fun of these people, or, or or we're not we're not we're not laughing at them. It's more of like it's so crazy that you're just like, can this be real? Right? Like, is this really happening? Am I being punked right now? And these are real stories. These right. things really happen. They really do. Um, and and something also about about the book and and that we're going to continue the podcast is and. Is I didn't divulge any names. I'm not going right. to here. We're not going to talk about the towns that it happened in. Um, just for um, you know, just to just to keep. Um, There's some anonymity and respect. Yeah, to just the, the respect of, of the families and the deceased. Um, Correct. You know, so you know, you know, we'll use terms like white male, female black, male Asian, things like that. Um, Malaysian. Malay. That's a good one. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Uh, you know, we'll be using terms like that uh, just to describe, you know, the, the individual. Right. Uh, but we won't be using any names or towns. Right. Um, but I figure we will kick it off with what uh, the story that I tell people when they ask me my favorite all-time case, um, which is in the book. Yes. Um, yes, it is. So this was in a uh, this was in a north. I guess we considered a. Uh, in the Midwest, it, it's it's in it's in it's in the county, and okay. uh, so this uh, this I got a call from a police department of a, of a deceased male uh, white male subject in his bed. Now, normally, normally when we get these calls from from a police department, uh, they would give you some sort of details like. He's hanging. He has a needle in his arm. He's in the middle of the road. And There's some foul odor here. Yeah, or a train hit him, and his arm's over here, and whatever the case may be. Like, there's usually some sort of detail, you know? Right. Sometimes there's not. Sometimes it's just the guy's dead in bed. You know? We don't know what's going on. Can you come out here and check it out? And that's kind of what happened here. Um, we just got it's just a dead guy in bed, 
you know, we don't know what's going on. All right, I'll come out. You know, nothing else. No, nothing. Yeah. Cool. Get out there. It was not nothing. Oh. It was not. It was not nothing. No. So. Like, this sounds really peaceful at the moment. Dead guy in bed. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're thinking maybe maybe a heart attack and you didn't have a doctor. You know, He went peacefully into the, the ever after. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of that. You know, a lot of times right. people, you know, they die. They didn't. They weren't seeing a physician, so we'd have to go out there and check them out and see what's going on. Right. It kind of sounded like, you know, by the officers on scene that that was what was going on. Right. You know, um, far, far from the case. Right. Far from it. So I walk in there, the officer, I said, where's the guy at? And they say, you know, he's in the bedroom. <sighs> go in the bedroom, and he's in his bed. Scree. And as he's laying there... There's no blankets, but he's in lingerie, bra and panties. What color? Oh, man, I don't remember, but I want to say it was like pink or purple. I was going to say, it's probably like flaming pink. I don't, I, I don't recall, but. Like pink flamingo, Las Vegas pink? Maybe. Mm. I don't remember a flamingo. Roll of dice? Perhaps. Okay. <laughs> but critted on that one. <laughs> but, so, um. He's laying there, and, and, and that would have been a something that normally an officer would tell you on the phone. By the way, there's a dude laying here in women's lingerie. They didn't mention that. Not that that is a cause of death, but Did it's just op- something that normally you would mention. Did the officer know you? Like, Actually, no, I don't I don't think I've ever met any of these officers. Because I can see that. Like, he's just like, huh, I'm not going to tell him anything. Yeah, but even on a professional level, normally they, even if you know them or not, like they say it because you have to kind of prepare yourself for what's going on, you know? Touche. I'm just a civvy. Yeah, but anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So, so I'm like, what the hell? What, what is going on? And as I look closer, the bra is like down, like around his stomach area. That's not where it goes. (laughs) And... He has, like, these nipple clamps on his nipples, right? That wasn't mentioned either. Nor was it mentioned that there were wires going from these, like, nipple clamps all the way down underneath the bed. This is so much better in person. Nobody mentioned (laughs) that either. So I'm looking, I'm like, where the hell are these wires leading to? So I go under the bed and I look and I don't know the name of this thing. And I'm sure I did at the time, but you know, like, you know, the guy like, like the oil, the guy that changes your oil, yeah. it's like a flat bed kind of a thing that has the rollers on it. You go into yeah. the car. So the bed is kind of high up. It's like a mechanic buddy, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. But it's it has, got the little wheels on it. Yeah. But it was like homemade. It was yeah. like wood. It was homemade. Well, of course they don't, they don't make this type of stuff. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. So it was like, but the bed was a little high up, so it was I don't know, like. Is there any niche people out there that might know? Like, oh yeah, you can totally get one. Of hit, these. hit us up on. Uh, hit us up in the comments. Info at trdtmedia.com. Just send us an email and let us know if you know the actual term of it. All right. Um, I'm looking at you, fringe people. <laughs> so, so I go there, and I go underneath, and it's got one of those things, and so I I kind of roll it out. Now, none of the officers mentioned anything about any of this stuff. I think they just walked in and went, "Dead guy, call." Okay, so Matt, you were gonna have to change some oil, dude. They mentioned nothing. <laughs> you might want to bring some uh, 
<laughs> 5W40. Dude, I don't even. So, as I roll it out, now this is like a king size bed. So, this roller thing took up like the whole damn bed. It was huge. I pull it out, That's loaded so with car batteries, <laughs> like big batteries. I'm like, maybe it was like marine bat or something. These were huge like batteries. They weren't your standard just four they cylinder, were, twelve volt batteries. No, these were like big fucking batteries, man. Like maybe in a diesel or something. Dude, I'm not a car guy by any means. I okay. I have my car stupid, but that's the other group that can hit us up. Yeah, whatever. These batteries are huge, and he had them like all wired together. Yeah. Like, all, like, wired, right? Nice. So what I failed to also mention, that Bunch in his left hand, in his left hand was, like, a light switch, oh, which was also wired to all of these, like, batteries. So he's got a bunch of batteries in series, and he's got a little lightsaber, I mean, switch in yes. his hand. Yep. <laughs> and which are also attached to the, to the batteries, which had wires then attached to clamps, which were attached to his nipples. Was the force with him? And also with you. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm and, a nerd. Yes. And you are. And so. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we're like, so I'm like, well, obviously something happened here <laughs> electrically. Like, yeah. You know, well. Somebody got turned So as, as you're like looking up, uh, there's a video camera and the red light was still like on. Mm. I'm like, you've got to be shitting me. Smile. This was recorded. You're on candid camera. <laughs> we have this on video. Nice. So, of course, we have to see what was going on here. So we watched the video. And there was also a TV, by the way, that was on, but it looked like the video was over. Um... While watching the video, it appears that the gentleman was pleasuring himself. And while he was doing that, he was using the light switch to zap himself while pleasuring himself. Shocking. It was shocking. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well... It got stuck in the on position. Clearly, it was not union labor. <laughs> it was not. Nor was this guy an electrician. 404, light switch not found. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfortunately. It, it is very unfortunate. I speak to the irony of the situation. Yeah. Not the deceased part. Yeah. Unfortunately, that didn't end well for this guy. No. Um... As so, any, as any torture warlord would tell you. So, the next thing we were looking at was, what was this guy watching? So, did, did of, you really have to ask yourself that question? I did because because it had to be in the report. Well, yeah, but not just that. It was like we've and I haven't done so many investigations that. I mean, to each their own. Fair. People are into all sorts of different kinds of things when it comes There's a lot to sexual activity with themselves or with their partner. Yep. And I've seen some 
stuff with animals. I've seen people getting into stuff with, you know, dressing as babies and all sorts of weird stuff, you know. And but this one was a first for me. Do you care? Well, you read the book. So, I, I did so read the you book. You actually already know what it is. So, but, so I can pretend like But I, I'll give everybody what a... What was it? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give everybody a second out there in, in podcast land to uh, take a guess as to what he was watching. In podcast land, you can choose could, A, B, C, And you can play a little Jeopardy music in your head in the background. Okay. So Do you want to give like a multiple choice here? Like, was it A, Nickelodeon, B, Disney, Well, I hope not. That's a different kind of podcast. That is a different podcast. Yeah, that's more of a Chris Hansen thing, but... Yeah. No, but... we don't have rights to use and stuff yet. Yeah. No, thanks. That's gross. Anyway, he was watching videos of himself, pleasuring himself. So the guy was using the light switch to zap himself while he was pleasuring himself. But he was also recording himself doing it while watching videos of himself pleasuring himself. That That's a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. Like, I feel like we need Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool commenting on this about the beautiful execution of wall breaks, of breaking the fourth wall. It's just craziness. Is that, uh, but that's a new level of crazy. But that's not all. <sighs> there's more. But there's more. But so, wait. But wait, there's more. So <laughs> go to talk to the wife. I obviously, just like any other case that I've investigated, I feel terrible. Like anybody losing their life, it's tragic. It's terrible. I, I you know, I feel bad for the family. Again, it, we're it, not making fun of the No, deceased. we're not. It's just it's just a crazy story. It's like they all are, but you know, and and you know, you, I'm sympathetic, I'm empathetic, like I, I feel terrible. You know, and I'm and I'm I'm trying to talk to the wife about what's going on, and she was more upset at the fact that he was wearing her lingerie, that the fact that he was dead, or at the fact of like what he was doing, because she never knew he was into this. And I was like, you never looked under the bed, you never. She's like, no, why would I look under the bed? I have no reason to look under the bed. And she, he always came home from work before her, so he always must have gotten done, cleaned up, put everything away. Because there was one of those bed skirt type of things. So, you know, you know, she never saw anything. You know what I mean? So she had no idea. But Never gave a reason to be suspicious. No. And, and she, but I was like, I'm trying to explain the next steps and what we're going to do and all that. But she really was, like, more upset about the fact that he was wearing her lingerie. And people grieve differently, you know. Right. And, 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 and I'm no one to tell her how to grieve. I'm just trying to help her through the process. Right. So, you know, in the room, though, there was a, also a giant gun safe. And uh, in Illinois, you need a FOID card in order to possess, you know, the firearms. And so I asked her if she had one. She said no. And I said, okay, well, can you open the safe? Because, you know, we'll have to hand them over to the police department so that they could take them with them since she, she didn't have a FOID card. Cute Second Amendment activist. So I, yeah. So I said to her, you know, do you know what kind of gun? She goes, no, I hate guns. I don't want to be near them. I don't want to look at them. I said, well, do you know how many he has in there? And she goes, I don't know. I've never seen them. I know the combination because it was, I think it was like their anniversary or something like that. Oh, you know, so brutal. so she like knew the code, but she never opened it. Never had a reason to. Right. So she gave good us, on her. She gave us the code, and so we gave it to the police department, and then. You know, she signed the consent and all that kind of stuff. And we open it up, 
And guess how many guns were inside? Well, you already know. Guess how many guns were inside? Zero. But guess what was inside? Tapes. Years and years of tapes of him recording himself, pleasuring himself. This dude, it was like a either a hobby or a fetish or something. Maybe that's how he paid for the house. Who knows? Man. What a hobby. I mean, only OnlyFans is a thing now. Dude. I don't think back. I mean, this was a while ago. This was many, many years ago. Uh, like, I don't think. I don't think there was OnlyFans back then. No, there but nowadays like, he probably would have made a lot of money. There was probably like a chat board somewhere. Oof. Maybe that's why there was a bunch of tapes. I mean, I mean, I do really, honestly, truly feel sorry for this lady. I mean, I really, really do. I mean, from uh, the bottom can of my you, heart, can you I feel. Imagine? I, I, I just, I feel terrible because she lost her husband, and you know, they didn't have any kids, but like, you know, obviously. For his parents and his friends, and I, I, I really truly feel bad. I mean, how but do this you is crazy. This is just fucking crazy. Like, who, who does that? I, I don't know. I, I mean, break down the processing that has to be done there. Like, not only do you have to come to grips with my husband is dead, my husband is dead and in my laundry. My husband is dead and in my laundry with a bunch of car batteries underneath him. And there's tapes. I don't know where to unpack that. Dude, she wanted to watch them. She wanted to watch the videos. I mean, they're hers to watch. I just, I explain. Dude, I don't know. I Try to understand. I explained to her. I said, ma'am, you, you should probably not watch them. You want to remember your husband for the good times and how he was. And, you know, this is obviously something you didn't know about, so maybe you shouldn't. This lady was persistent. I said, oh, I'm, they're your tape. It's your property. I, when we leave here, it's your stuff. I'm not taking the tapes with me. I have no reason to take them with me. I didn't. We had all the evidence we needed. It was right. filmed, you know. Um, and this wasn't the only circumstance. We've had other times where people have either filmed them or, had them on audio they've called 911 and shot themselves on the audio you know what i mean like, well like individually that's not out of the ordinary it's when you put all of these individual pieces together that it becomes an extraordinary story oh yeah like each one of these things in and of themselves yeah you've probably seen it before minus what he actually did but when you put all of that together that's like unbelievable except for and i was there and there's video proof yeah like that's 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 a level up it was crazy but that's why I, that's why i put it on paper and this is only one story there's a whole book full of, full of these and the, and and the other part too is that there's about 40 stories that i had to take out and now we have a podcast where we can we're going to talk about all these stories and we're gonna more. talk about it <laughs> all these stories and more we're gonna talk about some stories that aren't in the book we're gonna be talking about stories that are in the news yep we're gonna be talking about i mean how many times did i text you on like episode yeah. episode yep. episode at least once a week episode episode 
you know well, you got to keep you got to keep in mind like our country's in an odd state of affairs at the moment there's a lot of crazy going on there's a lot of stress going on and people are legitimately losing their minds that becomes a story content when you take into account your background and my creative flair absolutely so uh, like at that point it's like no let's talk about it maybe by talking about it we can start to change things who knows but at the very least like what did the paperwork look like on that like where do you begin to report see what had happened was (laughs) (laughs) um where do you begin i mean you have to i mean when you write a report you're telling a story that's what you're doing you're telling a story uh it's a summary of facts that's not verbatim uh that's essentially how you start your reports because that's that's what that's what it is you're you're telling a story as you saw it right that's all you're doing from point of contact from 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 the point you get a call to the point you get home you know and everything you did in between and everything everything you did after that's what you're doing that's what your report is and anybody that helped you along the way any pictures you took and anybody you spoke to that's that's all that's what you're doing so so when you got there like they didn't give you a heads up so when you got there were they like mortified like like did the officers like first on scene be like i don't know what to tell you dude no they i mean honestly when i came up they acted like it was a guy who had a heart attack in a bed fair i guess no because i would say 99.9% of the time most officers would have on the phone told you oh man this one's fucked up or dude you you got to see this shit or oh man uh and they would say oh there's a guy wearing this and we found this and, and under here there's this and and the wife walked in and found like normally that's what happens right sometimes you get people like that you know or you get someone who's like a rookie that just got cut they're on their own they don't know better I don't even know what to say. I, I had no words. I, I mean, I came out. I'm like, did you guys really not see any of this, or did you just did Did you not think this warranted a heads up? Did you not think any of this was important? It like, was kind of like, like, was there a bet going on? Or I don't do you think know. They're man. gonna respond. I don't know. I that's I'd, crazy. I don't know. Like that's almost as unbelievable as the story. Like, how do you not give a heads up? I don't know, bro. The the fact is, they didn't. It and is. It, it is what it, it. I mean, it's okay though. I mean, I mean, it made it better though, from a story standpoint. <sighs> yeah, I know. To it's be just, clear. I just, it's just unfortunate for the wife that she had to experience. It that. really is. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel bad. I really do. I truly, I truly do. I mean, all these cases, I feel bad for their families, but you know, it is what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, earlier we touched on, you know, how we're going to be telling, uh, you know, not only stories from, from my book, but, you know, stuff in the media that we see in weird stories. So for everyone out there in podcast land, if you guys have a story that um, you see in the news uh, that you want us to talk about, you want us to do some reading on and you want us to talk about, send us a link. Um, you can send that to info at trdtmedia.com. That's info at trdtmedia.com. Feel free to send it to us. Uh, we can read it. And if we feel like it's something that 
you know, fits what we're doing here, more than happy to make it into an episode and, and discuss it. And uh, who knows, maybe we'll even uh, give you a call and, have and, you come uh, on. and, you know, have you come on our show and, uh, you know, get your opinion and figure out why you uh, did this or why and, you sent it to us, you know? And if, if you're, uh, you know, with, with some of the lineup that we have, if, if you're also a person that does podcasts, you want to, you know, have Jason on to talk about some of the ins and outs of his career, that that's an option too. Hit us at the same web, web address uh, at uh, info at trdtmedia.com. Yeah. If, also, if you uh, if if you if you're in the profession, if you're prior military and you've you, you've seen some action, um, or if you know you're you're law enforcement, you're in forensics, um, and you want to be on the show, same thing. Hit us up. Yep. Yep. We we want to hear your stories. We want to tell your stories. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I mean, it's a crazy world out there. The more we get to talk about it, the better we all get. So. Yep. Yeah. So, well. Very, very cool, man. Very cool. We're finally doing it. Yep. So uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll wrap up episode number one. And uh, uh, very, very cool. And uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Once again, this is the Road Death Traveled Podcast. And uh, thank you very much for tuning in. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye.